Welcome back to the Random Noobs, and this is for all our loyal listeners, our new listeners, and our reoccurring listeners. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It is an ad, but I promise you it's one of the greatest ads that helps you get your podcast started with little to no effort at all. If you haven't heard about it, it's called Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me explain. Number one, it's free. There's no hidden subscriptions. You don't have to worry about anything monthly or something going to come out later on. It's 100% free. Two, there's a lot of beautiful creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from the computer. To make it even easier, Anchor would distribute your podcast for you. So that means it will be heard across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, you name it. It's all there. Another wonderful feature about Anchor is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can just start up tomorrow and start getting paid. It's everything you need in the podcast in one app. Now to get this app, make sure you download the free app on the iOS or Google devices. Or you can also go to anchor.fm to get started from your web browser. That's anchor.fm. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. This is Random Noobs, episode 26. And today, CES and other tech that we're interested in. But, yo, Ant, that last episode we recorded, 25, that was great, man. It was. It was. It was. Our wives really, really carried, carried us through that shit. Yo, I mean, it's more like we just stepped back and let them record, man. It was. They carried us. They carried us. <laughs> but, so, there was something I want to tell you from the morning of today and just going on. Um, this is just a, my little story about how there's still good people out there in the world and to not give up hope and just always have a positive outlook on wherever you are in the world, whatever situation you are. So, as I was telling Ant before, and as you have, you guys have heard from previous podcast episodes, you know, I just recently got my house. And, you know, obviously, you know how stressful that can be. You know, everything is, everything needs to be calculated. So then my wife is driving my car yesterday. And, you know, like a check engine light came on and the car started stuttering. So long story short, found out that it was an ignition, an ignition coil that was messed up. So I took it to AutoZone. They told me which number it was. It was number six. You know, I called a family mechanic that lives in Florida just to see if he can diagnose it. You know, was you know to more confirmation. He tells me the same thing, and he's checking up the antenna. He's like, "Oh, that looks like a mechanic has to fix it." And I'm like stressed out because I got a house and everything. Like I can't afford this right now. You know, my mortgage. I got it's a lot. So I'm stressed out over this. But I started going on YouTube, and YouTube, by the way, is in a, a perfect place to get information for what you're looking for. You just got to search correctly, but I found out how to do it, and I did more research and found out the piece I needed to change wasn't as hard as the person made it seem. And I said, you know what? I'm going to change it myself. So I changed it up. You know, me and Anne's talking throughout the, the, the phone all day. And the pieces that they said was hard to get was actually easy. It's just a matter of how to do it and the correct way to do it. It's a little annoying stuff. But anyway, getting to the end of it all. 
I fix it, I change it, put everything back in its place, more or less. Everything's good. The check engine lights still on. So I was told you have to take the battery off. You have to unplug the battery so the car can reset itself and then drive it for a while. So I did that, but I didn't take the battery off for too much of a long time. I did it for a couple of seconds. But as I'm driving, I was about to hit the highway, but something told me, you know what? Stop at Home Depot and just, you know, pop the hood and check things out just to make sure. So I do that. I stop on the Home Depot under the light. And this car comes up to me because I had my hood open, the door was open, and I was going to start researching things. This guy comes out of left field, bro, and says, hey, man, is everything okay? Do you need a uh, boost? I'm like, no, 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 my car is fine. And he's like, is everything okay? I said, no. I don't know. For some reason, I just explained myself to this fellow, and I told him. Fellow. Fellow. (laughs) I told him everything I told you. I changed the ignition coil. I still have to check engine light on. I'm having a weird noise. I was just about to do some research. He said, oh, um, I have the machine, a machine that can tell me exactly what that check engine light is for. I was like, oh, you have it on? He was like, no, I have it in Wendy's, and I already know the area. I was like, oh, Wendy's is less than a minute. I mean, you know. It was right near Burger King where we ate before, but it's like a minute away. I'm like, sure. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here fixing somebody's car. I was just testing the brakes out because it's an open parking lot. Nobody's here. And for some reason, I just felt genuinely okay about that. But I did call my wife and tell her, listen, if I call me in five minutes, if I don't call, you better start calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a backup plan, you know? So I followed him to Wendy's. The dude already had everything out. He plugged it in. And he has, okay, there's different devices that can measure what's going on with your car. And I, I knew what he had was an expensive one or a good one. And I was like, I asked him his name. His name was Don. And he was like, yeah, I I work around here. I'm always working on some other guy's cars around here. And they, people, a lot of people come to me because I'm cheaper than most. And I was like, okay. You know, I felt that I was honest. And he started going through my car. He's like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. And, like, I was – I knew what he was saying. It wasn't like he was just spinning out random things trying to make me – Trying to make him sound himself sound like he knew everything, right? But all the concerns and stuff I had, I was like, yo, why is the engine on? He's like, nah, I got it. He reset it. He fixed the car. He's like, oh, hold up. This is wrong. Boom, boom, boom. Check that. Why is your RPMs not going down the correct way? Let me fix that for you. And his whole tablet, he, he did everything, bro. He explained everything. And at the end of the day, he's like, if anything goes wrong, you know, contact me at the check engine, but I believe you're good right right now. And I got his his number. I texted him. But the main thing about it was like I had a there was a big stress of mine and this check engine line was on and it was like the car felt fine as I was driving, but it was really bothering me. And this guy came out of nowhere like like something told me stop at Home Depot, right? And then you know Anthony how long it took me to put the pieces back together. And just yeah. me thinking of the whole realm of it, like, just me thinking about it, everything played out the way it's supposed to be, that I met this guy, a local mechanic, that can help. And I felt genuinely like he's telling the truth that, you know, he is cheaper, he knows what he's doing, he knows what he's talking about, and there is, you can like see the work. Here, he's not out here trying to steal money, he's out here trying to, like, help people save money. Yo, not once he asked for money. Not once he asked for anything. I told him, I said, I don't have any cash. I mean, he's like, no, 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 no. I said, no, no, no. 
can I buy you? Because there was Wendy's nearby. I was like, maybe he wants something to eat. I can, I can buy it. And there was a gas station that, like a grocery store that I can buy whatever. I said, let me know. I can. I don't have the money cash, but I have it in, you know, card. He's like, don't worry about it, man. If anything happens, you have my number. Contact me. And I know he didn't do anything to my card that would make me come back to him. You know what I mean? Oh, man. That's sad. No, no, no. Well, I'm not sad. Say, like, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, aww. <laughs> it's just like, I would, you know, I don't know. That no, I just feel like every dollar that he would have asked, exactly. he could have asked for. But what he did, That's he nice. gained, he gained a client with me. So if I need to change my brakes, I'm gonna be contacting him. Like, hey, how much would you charge me to change this? He tell me like a hundred. I'd be like, yo, here's a hundred. Even though it's you know, I can do it myself, but I'd rather just pay him the hundred. And I know I'm not getting scammed if it's a hundred, even if it's one fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Cause he, I mean, shit, he's on call. He's good to go. He lives like I, five five minutes from me because of the street he was talking about. I don't know exactly where he lives, but the street is nearby. You know. Shit, man, that's fucking awesome. But I just felt great of like a stress, like a huge stress. Like I, first of all, I felt great about myself because I changed something that somebody else said you need a mechanic to fix. I, I, I mean, I changed the spark plugs and the ignition cord on my old car, but you know, you don't know if every car is the same. Yeah. And I went to this one. I changed it. I'm like, wow. I did that. I felt a sense of accomplishment. I put it back together. This guy who had the machine that tells him what's right or wrong, he said, no, everything's good. You got to give it time. It does take a couple, you know, you do need to drive a little bit so it can fully, but personally, everything's good. And then he just popped out of nowhere and just everything just felt right. And then my wife also wanted a Frosty from Wendy's and I was already there. You know, it's just too much in the cosmic realm of things. Yeah, I hear you. Like, everything literally lined up for you. Like, the universe meant for that to happen. And it's like, it made me love the place I'm at now even ten times more, you know? It just felt good to know that there's people out there who are willing to help and not, it's not all about much. It's just, you know, being genuine. Exactly. That's fucking awesome, bro. And if people listen to this, they might be like, oh, man, he's ranting. But the true people who rock with this story, I really appreciate it. But now we can get to, I guess, the tech part of it. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, bro. Uh, So, (laughs) besides that lengthy stuff, CES did come out today. And there's a lot of stuff that came out that's a lot of it is prototypes or concepts. And there's a lot of things that have some real backing behind it. Now, for me personally, the first thing that jumped out for me was what we talked about in episode 23 was the TVs. And TCL, the same brand I mentioned before, is coming out with their own phone. And I was like, and they promised that it will cost less than $500. They don't want to pass. fucking wild. Yep. They have three models that's going to come out. The Pro, which is the best one, is supposed to cost less than $500. They have the Pro Edition, the 5G Edition, and the other one, I think, is an L. Where is it? Oh, L. TCL 10L. So you got the TCL Pro, 10 Pro, TCL 10L, and then the 10 5G. Obviously, for the 5G market and X, Y, and Z, there's no specs that are out, specifically if you want to know like what modem they're using or whatever. But what is out, first, so they're... Flagship is the Pro, 
And also, their 5G one is also going to call. Like, everything's gonna, nothing's going to pass a 500. And their 10L is going to be the low model. Obviously, the L is for the low. And they're also trying to incorporate a foldable phone. And what I see here looks, I mean, it looks like a game. What's that old Game Boy that used to be? The red one? It flipped. Do you remember the name of that one? SP? Yes. It looks like an SP in a way, but just all screen. Like when it folds and when it opens. It's a pretty thick phone, but they're just starting it out. And I really, I like how they're honest. They're like, listen, we know you guys don't trust us on making phones, so we're going to be taking it slow. But the product will Oh, they actually said that? Yes. Damn. So right now, what I know is that they're going to have is an in-screen fingerprint sensor, four rear cameras, <laughs> and watch this, a 3.5 millimeter jack. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, them things are becoming extinct, bro. But that's fucking wild. I'm actually happy to hear that now even OnePlus has a competition. Exactly. And they have this thing that I actually really like. It's a custom hardware controller. Yes, I am reading it, but still, I'm fucking excited about it. That can convert standard definition resolution video into HDR, high def resolution. Like how the fuck? That's exactly. I want to know, man. That, you know that, that should enable higher refresh rates. But you know they're gonna have more uh, information. Uh, I think like a couple months. There's like a big conference for mobile phones, and that's when more specs will be out. But now it's just like, hey guys, we're making this. Give us time, and we're gonna have more. Oh, and they also said we know our cameras are not gonna be like Samsung and everything, but they're gonna try to be around the Pixel area of like their four A's, like the lower end brands. So I guess they might gonna be working on their software of things. But from what I see, the phone has four cameras in the back, straight across, like the Samsung. Uh, I think it's the S9 maybe, and it's gonna have a punch hole uh, camera top left. But the whole screen is going to be uh, just a whole screen. There's going to be some bezels, but, I mean, at the grand scheme of it, it looks yeah, amazing. It doesn't, it doesn't look that serious, this whole foldable thing, too. I mean, I, I hope they get the screen right, too. Or is it going to yeah. be like the Razer where it doesn't actually fold flat? It just curves. I don't know. It seems like it it's going to fold. I don't know. It just You have to see it. Oh, next month is when they're going to, in Barcelona is when they introduce more details. It looks nice, though. Yeah, no, it actually really does. Well, uh, well you know what? I'm lying. It looks it looks good. It looks good it's for what it. company and the price point and what it's trying to accomplish. Yeah, because if you're getting a foldable phone for under $500, when, who was it, Samsung? It was trying to charge I, you I, I don't know about the foldable part one. I don't, it doesn't say anything about... Their prices for the foldable, just all the other phones, though. Oh, okay, because the one I was looking at was the foldable one. But I believe they should also be, you know, if they starting with five hundred, it should be cheap as well. But it it looks solid though, like the idea behind it, like every, you know, the year of foldables is coming. Everybody's gonna have their own idea on how to fold. But this looks pretty like durable compared to all the other foldable phones. Yeah. In my opinion. That shit looks bulletproof. Hell yeah. <laughs> shit, but what else? What else? Come on. Okay. Um, Alienware is giving oh. Nintendo Switch its competition. Uh, well, it has from their... the concept that they showed. Exactly. So just think of it. I mean, 
when you research it, but visually right now, I mean mentally, it looks like the Switch, except a little bit bulkier, more sturdier. And the good thing that Alienware is known of making these great beefy laptops, but they know that the hardware inside it. So imagine this being able to see things over 1080. I don't think the Switch can go past 720. So imagine this, 4, 10, 1080, 4K, with more games you could play on it because it has the hardware to be able to hold this. And you're not stuck in just the Nintendo world of it. Yeah, and also, if they could get, like, for example, the controllers or their version of the their version of the Joy-Con, if they could get that shit down packed without having any drift, period, they already won. So, supposedly, it has, it has four pieces. It has a main head unit. It's eight inches. 1,200p display. Jesus. It has, a, obviously, it has a battery. This is the pieces. All the processing and graphics hardware. There's going to be two controllers, of course, like the Nintendo Switch, which is magnetically hold together. That's pretty awesome. God damn. Yeah, and it's also going to have, like, you could just put your screen down and then plug it in, like, the Switch. So it's going to have its own controller and a kickstand with a connected monitor. Uh, USB Type-C, if people are into that. It's going to run Windows 10. <laughs> so you could use a mouse and keyboard on it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, bro. And, I mean, if you want to use a bigger screen, you most likely will be able to. It yeah, it looked like somebody had it plugged to the TV. Yo, bro. Uh, they got some demos that was out for it. Rocket League, F1 2019, and Mortal Kombat 11. But, yo, it's smooth, lag-free. It, the future for portable gaming is coming back. And I love that. It's yeah. Yeah, like the, the the switch really like reignited that whole shit and like really upgraded the whole port, like handheld gaming uh arena, I guess. And now seeing Alienware potentially bringing something else to that arena. It is a where, concept, like, everybody. Prototype. Yeah. And if they, this shit really comes true, like you know, they really bring it out. Shit, if it's at a reasonable price, I'm I would really try and like, get to that shit because it looks it looks actually really awesome. It looks like a giant P, uh PSP. Yeah, <laughs> not the Vista one, the real PSP. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that screen like it looks phenomenal. The games that it could potentially play, the even the the little Joy-Con looking things with the lights behind the thumbsticks. It's it's, it's all so like little deep, nice touches. Bro. The stand that it could possibly have where it comes out from half of the fucking backing, and it, like again, I know I keep repeating it, but it is, I was actually blown away because you sent it to me. Not even I found it, and you were just talking to me about it. And, yo, it just looks fucking awesome, and I cannot wait. It's really going to give Nintendo a run for their money. It's all, it's, it's it basically them, doing it also it's competition. Gives them competition to be better. Not to think, oh, yeah, I'm the only man. one in it, so I can do whatever I want. Shit, man, because that whole Joy-Con drift thing is fucking annoying, and they do offer a service where they'll basically either replace them or fix them, you know, quote-unquote, but it's all going to go back to the same thing. It's always going to be the same issue with those Joy-Cons. Yep. And if, the Joy-Cons again, are so flimsy. 
And again, if, if this Alienware device could nail that, it's a wrap for Nintendo in my in my eyes. Oh yeah, especially if they get the games behind it. Shit, man. And also, what? I got I got to see the Sony car that you were telling Ooh, me about. The so- yo, first of all, like it's funny how you said it. Like, oh, the Sony car. You like, it looks safe. And it seems like they're trying to be safe about it. I mean, it's a concept car called Vision S. It looks yeah, nice, like, though. Oh, and it's electric. Yeah, it looks very nice. It looks very nice. And, it, again, it looks safe. Like, like they're not... It's nothing too outlandish. I mean, I hope... <laughs> I hope Sony doesn't treat their cars like they treat all their other movies. <laughs> nice. Product, product placement. Product placement. <laughs> I don't know. This car car looks nice. I mean, going off reading off the specs again, 268 horsepower, 200 kilowatt electric motor, supposed to go to zero to zero to 62, not zero to 60, zero to 62 in 4.8 seconds and a top speed of 150. I mean, it's pretty, I mean, 4.8, it's not fast in the grand scheme of like a Tesla and stuff, but for... You know, a Sony card. That's not an electric. That's that's not that's not bad. Now, what really would set them apart is the price point, depending how much they come out with. That is something that could change the game up. Yeah, potentially, but it's Sony, so it'll probably be high. <laughs> By the way, Sony. Uh, in case any car enthusiasts are out there, they did not develop this by themselves. They are teamed up with Magna. Stai, I don't know how to say the last name, but they're the manufacturers of the Toyota Supra, the BMW Z4, and the Mercedes G-Class for the cars platform. So they have people who all know what they're talking about. Oh, okay. In this, okay. In this company, yeah. Not much specs is about it. Obviously, it's a concept car, and they're just like dipping their feet into it. Yeah, like they're testing the waters and shit. It doesn't, yeah. I mean, there's other stuff, but things can change. Shit, what else? Come on, man. Come on. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I didn't know if you want to keep talking. I have a lot, bro. So something that looks interesting. I mean, I'm not a... I am an Apple-based person, I guess you can say. I would love to get into this world when, I, when we have the money for it. But Lenovo, Lenovo, I mean, I personally don't like the company, but they are coming out with the world's first foldable PC, a legit PC that's foldable. Um, it's 13.3 inches, OLED display, 300 nits, uh, that's brightness, and if anybody's wondering what's good, 200 to 300 nits on average is good, so it's like basically how bright your screen can get. The best would be anything over 500. The best? The best? (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, but the the best, but anyway, that's another thing that's on phones as well. Uh, how many nits can your phone have? But anything over 400, 450 is extremely good. But this is around average 300. But you can understand. You want to say battery, and this is just a foldable tech. But has 8 gigs of DDR4. Has It can go up to 1 terabyte SSD drive, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it has Intel's, Intel's Ultra HD 11th. I am reading this. But, I mean, I know these things, but anyway, it has the uh, Intel UHD 11th generation graphics, has Windows 10 Pro, Dolby um, Auto, 50-watt battery, 
but the price point, depending how you look at it, is twenty five hundred. Wait, what? Yeah, it's two thousand four hundred ninety nine. I mean, I am a, a dollar off, but it starts off at yeah twenty five hundred. It might be more because since they said up to one terabyte SSD, they probably might be starting off with five hundred gigs. But it's a good direction. But then again, it's like, do you want everything to be foldable? I mean, it's good yeah, for people. No, exactly. You know. You know. Uh, 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 excuse me. Um, the reason why I agree with you is because at this point, it just seems like like another gimmick that people are trying to follow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to ask yourself too, like, is that even necessary? Yeah, like I mean, computers in my opinion are slim enough that you can put it in your book bag, that it fits your book bag. Even like a, a MacBook that's 13 inches fits your book bag perfectly fine. I mean, that's the first thing I think about a MacBook, but yeah. But yeah, I don't know. To me, it just seems pointless to have a foldable PC. It's like 8K. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? It doesn't make any fucking sense. We'll continue, though. Okay, something else. Uh, Uber announced its first. This just came out. It just announced oh, yeah, you were bugging out over that. It's Air Taxi Partnership with Hyundai. So, basically, it's a drone. I mean, it looks like a drone, but it's actually a helicopter you could enter in. That's an Uber. I don't know how much this might cost. This just came out, like, nine minutes ago. So there's really not much information out of it, but uh, the name implies what it's gonna be an air taxi. Now that's sick shit. Fucking, you can roll in style almost any way you want. Then I legit thought it was gonna be something small, but I think it's gonna be some. I thought it was something like packages and stuff like that, but no, it, it actually for it's for four passenger electronic vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. Like Jesus, basically the the jet in in the Avengers films, or I, I forgot the name of it, but the way it looks, it's kind of the same way this thing looks. Listen, if they can do it, by all means. But this is gonna be very very interesting, a very interesting future we have, especially when it comes towards with tech. This is gonna. Why be- you say that? It, there's, there's so many things that's pushing the bars. Not okay. The foldable tech, in my opinion, is a gimmick. But I'm seeing it how it can be applied on other things. If they can figure out how to make tech foldable, just imagine how much that can be on any other thing else. Like, uh, remember that TV that came out that is very thin, that it has a small piece to connect to, but it's the thinnest TV in the world, and it's in a way essentially foldable. Not foldable, but you can like roll it up. You're talking about that wallpaper TV? Yes. Just imagine like more stuff to it. Maybe a phone that's on your wall, like it's just on your wrist and it's foldable. You know what I mean? Or like it just wraps around your your wrist. I don't know. It could be there's so many applications that in my head you can think that they can create. Like you know, the foundation for foldable tech is there. You don't have to be stuck to a rigid screen. You can you can make things. I don't know. Even for advertising purposes, like if you want to advertise something around a pole, you know it wraps around the whole thing. You don't have to just have a TV. That, I don't know. It's just they figured out how to use it. 
there's so much more stuff that can happen, in my opinion. Yeah, nah, I hear you. But go ahead, man. Keep going. Keep going. Come on. Come on. No, no, no. I'm just trying to see if you want anything else. Um, So, PS5 is coming out. We all knew that. Logo came out and surprisingly looks the same as everything else. As the all, all the other logos, but yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't rag on them too much because at least it's something that people are familiar with, not like Xbox where like there's just like not one uniform name for their console is just all over the place. You know that's the the rumor they might even change the name too. That's the crazy part. That's not a solid name. Series X is not solid. Yeah, I know that 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 the I forgot who it was that is thinking about just calling it Xbox. That's okay. it. Going Literally, like, yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But go, go but, ahead and um, continue. What? Okay, so they dropped their logo, but they also dropped a little more tech specs. It's gonna have 3D audio, sound, haptic, and adaptive controller. They're not sure what that means. Ultra HD SSD. I mean, excuse me, ultra high speed SSD. What I meant to say is it has ultra HD Blu-ray, which means you can watch your 4K movies on this. And something called ray tracing. Not sure what that is right now. Yeah, I can't remember what exactly that's for, but it, I believe it's for the shadows in any video game. Hmm, Could be wrong. Could be wrong, but it's something new. It's something... I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it. And for the people out there... Who are into process and stuff? AMD and Intel both dropped their latest. Like, AMD dropped their new Ryzen, and it, Intel. I don't know the name of that one. I forgot the name of it. But all I gotta say, the world, everything is like I don't know, man. I would. It would have been amazing if they invited us to CES. Yeah. I know. Shit. Well, you know what? One day soon, we're we're gonna be there for a watch. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. And we're gonna and we're gonna get blackballed in like half a day. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean blackballed? We're never gonna get invited to any other event ever again. <laughs> By the way, there's something that that came out that I'm not really too interested about. Samsung came out with something called Bailey, uh, with an I E in the end, B A L or Bali. No, it's not Bailey. It's Bali. I, I I believe so. You know that reminds me of uh, your brother's cat. What are they, oh. Bali? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you, it's a small tennis ball that follows you throughout the house. Think of it as a BBA oh. from Star Wars. I mean, there's more colors to it. There's black, white, and red, but the promotion is in yellow. But it's supposed to be your workout assistant. It's supposed to interconnect with all the IoT devices in your house. Uh... It's your own personal, I mean, I guess Bixby, they might call it, I guess. But it might be your own personal thing to help you around the house and stuff. I, I mean, I, I don't a, like it. Like I, told you, like I told you, it's just going to be a fucking smart speaker on wheels. Yeah, the invasion of privacy. First of all, I got to fix the security problem with IoT devices in general. Today, I think I sent you a video, right, of the Nest uh, uh, camera that got hacked. But uh, it was actually a dude from Anonymous that hacked it. So he was letting the owner of the home. Oh, I no, you sent me that. I, I saw that, too, but you sent me that a while ago. But, yeah, man, it, it, it's crazy. Like, the dude was, 
he's the one that you call a white hacker that was actually helping the person tell him, listen, you got to fix this, you got to fix that. But he legit hacked the nest and was saying, hey, I'm, you know, I'm watching you. I don't mean to watch you, but I'm letting you know you have yeah. a security hole. I mean, this yeah, person actually worked His password company. got leaked and it was fucking crazy, bro. I heard that shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, the motherfuckers are just leaking your password. I, I can't. You see what I mean? Like, why would you? You have to fix this. They they definitely have to fix this. And IoT in general has bad security. And I don't like the whole world. Like, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Like, that's just laziness. That's taking laziness to a whole nother level. Like, do you really need that to, I don't know, increase your life, to increase your productivity? When people have been doing so much more with less? And it's not going to make things faster. Mm. Shit, man. Well, what else? Come on, man. What else happened in CES? That, well, uh, what, what's that I'm interested in? Cause, what happened? No, no, go ahead. I'm listening. No, all I was going to say was like something that you're you're truly, truly, truly excited about. The t- Personally, that TCL was, I was truly excited about it. And I know that... If they're gonna be talking about uh, phones, they're gonna also be talking about um, the hardware for their TVs. Yeah. So, take it. Hmm. So I was reading right now on the select. Wow. I, now I really wish I had a 2019 model, but for 2019 4K TV models, they're automatically giving you an automatic. Well, it's an automatic software update that can support H. HDR 2.1 features. I don't know what the... I'm looking at it right now. It's ERC and VRR, something like that. Not sure exactly what that is. Yeah. But I don't know. That's just good to know that they give you those features. You don't have to buy a whole new TV about it. Yeah, definitely, bro. Man, me, I know we could. you could go on reading and reading on this list. Oh, yeah. Um, the TCL but, was the most important thing I was really excited about because I know the company. I mess with the company when it comes to TV, so I know the quality and the effort they put behind the TV. So now they're making a phone that's an Android phone. You know, I would love to have two phones now. Just to, First of all, I would love to have a OnePlus phone. That's first and foremost. But now that there's more competition, especially how OnePlus kept raising the bar every year, like, Oh, yeah, we're the cheapest one, but we're going to keep going up higher and higher. But we're still cheaper than everybody else, but we're going to go higher. Like, nah, bro. You need to be brought down as well. Yeah, man. They're, like, Apple was, like, normalizing, like, this high price for a smartphone that was barely different from the model that they released in the years prior. And here comes TCL. Well, at first it was OnePlus, and now OnePlus is slowly getting there. And it's understandable, but, you know, shit, like, enough is enough. Like, people came to you, like, that was your biggest selling point. The fact that you you provided power at a very reasonable price. And now you're, you're beginning to slowly become the people, in a sense, that you were going against. Exactly. And now, th- yeah, now thank thank goodness to, you know, thank God for, like, TCO. If they push through with this, shit, they could be the new OnePlus. 
especially if they could get like the what you call it what the the ui uh yeah what yeah what, what yeah. do you mean? The UI is Android. What do you mean? I'm confused. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The operating system. There you go. Oh. <clears throat> okay. What I mean is, like, you know how Samsung will like put their little overlay on almost all their fucking Samsung devices, and it comes with so much bloatware. What oh, I'm saying my, is, I, you know. I hate when, oh my. Yeah. That's, so that's the one reason why I went to iPhone. Yeah. So. So with with OnePlus, people love their operating system. So if TCL could do basically just say fucking copy OnePlus, they could probably be again uh, OnePlus's competition, and maybe potentially just make OnePlus step down again, like bring bring their prices down. Yo, by the way, bro, does I know you said I could keep reading, but this is something that's pretty cool. Um, everybody knows or should know that. Wi-Fi 6 is the next thing when it comes to Wi-Fi. Uh, right now, everybody should have Wi-Fi 5, which if you want to go into technical uh, numbering, is AC or 802.1.1 AC. I may have added a 1 there or whatever. But um, right now, the new one's AX. That's the whole thing with the 5G and everything. And as we talked about in our previous episode about the mesh, there's companies out there that do have mesh Wi-Fi's six, but they're starting at like the Orbi is starting at seven hundred dollars, right? Eesh. But Netgear, which is their uh, router, is called Nighthawk. They're coming out with something under two fifty, which is great for everybody else to drop down the bar. Like, yo, yeah, I don't need to be this expensive. And the great thing about it is like. What is it? Uh, it covers 1,500 square feet. Wow, it has a throughput of 1.8 gigabytes. Wow, this is crazy. It's two it's nodes. You're getting wet. Yeah, bro. So you just put, it's two nodes. So you have one. It's only two. Some of them come with three, like you uh, amplify, a Google Home. I think I forget the other ones. But how much shit? 1,500 square feet, and you only need two. Right? You know what's crazy, bro? Just talking about it. And being practical, yes, all this tech is amazing. You don't need it, but it's amazing to know that they keep pushing the bar, which means that the stuff that we have now will get cheaper, and we can use it practically. Like all these other things, we don't really need until like like 4K. We don't need that until 8K becomes the next big thing. Even though it is coming to the next big thing, but 4K is still expensive. You know what I mean? Now a lot of other companies are making it cheaper and cheaper, but when it comes to the internet part. You know, if someone is doing Wi-Fi 6 from the 250, now other companies will start following. And what I was trying to say is that with the amplifier that I have, not to really put our ad in there, but putting our ad in there, um, my house is, I think it's 1,800 square feet, right? But I only, I didn't plug in the nodes, which makes it a mesh system. I only have the router in the middle of the house, and it covers everything from all the floors, including the outside. Up to near the, near the mailbox. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it gets it gets a little crazy, but when I was fixing my car outside, I had full bars. You know, like nothing. And I saw your mailbox. That shit is pretty pretty far. So from you know, like, the front door. So thank God, damn it. That's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, man, I, it's good to know that people are really they're pushing the bar, but also dropping the bar so other things could be cheaper, and. 
I mean, it's a great it's a great day to be into the tech world, in my opinion, man. Like everything is gonna be five G, Wi Fi. Like there's gonna be so much interjection because that's the new hottest thing to come out. And you know, just don't jump on that wagon yet. And also know that there's not much uh, research on the implications that 5G could or could not have radiation-wise. You know, there's still, if you check on the internet, there's still some ray. Um, uh, there's still some reviews, um, experiments about it. So yeah. You know, after you explain to me more or less, you know, the consequences of 5G, it literally scared the shit out of me, man. I remember that night, I was just scared. Every time I hear about 5G on, on YouTube, it's like, like, nah, son, nah, get the fuck away from that. Yeah, man. You know, on a side thing, did you know that uh, test, uh, Elon Musk company SpaceX just found this out when I was on YouTube. He launched a smart link. I think it's called smart link. Or, I don't know. I'll check it out in a second. Anyway, he dropped, he dropped the satellite. Ah, sorry. He launched a missile into space. I apologize from his SpaceX company and the rocket is called Starlink. But anyway, his idea or his, I mean, he already started is to put at least 1,800-something satellites in space, which will give us faster broadband internet connectability. And I'm just wow. like, but what's all this 5G stuff on the floor then? I mean, it sounds like he's going to start his own phone company line, I guess you can say. But the idea behind it is to give us internet. And I'm just like, why? And... Like, nobody, I could have swore we had solids in the sky. I don't know. It's just weird to me. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I just want to mention it. Yeah, like, how, 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 would that mess up with, if there is other, like, if there is satellites in the sky? If there isn't, is it, you know, we could go back in this flat earth thing, but, you know, it's just weird, you know? It just makes you think, that's all. Just think about it. Think about the logics logical stuff behind it and everything but I don't know I just wanted to mention that because it just happened like a couple of days and we are talking about tech and this whole 5G are you eating? yeah I can hear that my bad <laughs> my man is like eating his whole life away but uh yeah man it's, you have to excuse us guys this episode's a little raw because this information come out and we just we try something new yeah, we just really want to just get this out and share this information. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. We're yeah, going to keep dropping episodes. Yeah, this shit's out on the fly, bro. And I know this is probably just more informative than, like, just us giving our honest opinions. But, I mean, shit, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's slow. I mean, look at the tech. Look at... Look at all these tech YouTubers talking about their new setups for 2020 when they were, like... A few weeks ago, they were like my last setup for like 2019, and it's essentially the same thing right now. There's a there's a slight drought in content, but then again, we have content. This episode maybe no, 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 to you. <laughs> no, excuse me. You know what I mean? Like as in like 
you know, with technology, like today, yes, he has happened. So that's why we're being uh, uh, very informative with what came out, or at least what appealed to us. But, um, yeah, it's just that. Well, okay. But before we end this episode, we don't want to be dry or whatever. But um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting to you, bro. Toyota will transform a 175-acre site in Japan into a prototype city of the future. This place will site 2,000 people, and it will break ground or start in 2021. Now, you're wondering, what is it? So, like I said, it's a 175-acre place. It's a former car factory in Japan. And it's a prototype city of the future where it can test autonomous vehicles innovative street design, smart home tech, robotics, and a new mobility products on population of the real world who will live there full time. It's going to be located at the base of Mount Fuji. It's going to house up to 2,000 people, including Toyota employees and their families, and it will be powered by the company's hydrogen fuel cell. Wow, bro. They're going to call it Woven City. Wow. Yo, Yo. It, it is crazy, bro. Hydrogen fuel technology, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. But finally, like, they're looking into other sources of, of fuel, and they're going to have a place that they can test these things. I mean, hydrogen fuel, I be- somebody did this years ago, and somebody actually ran the car off water. Not to get too yep. much of a conspiracy, but that person ain't alive anymore, and that and that information no, is drawn. Yeah, didn't he have a patent out and and yep. and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah government won. He's like, nah, I'm good. And he was like, oh well, we're gonna take it anyway. Just like the people that were running their vehicles off of alcohol. Yep, 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 yep. But there's ways. There's other ways besides fossil fuels and electricity now that <clears throat> you know. You can power your vehicles. And not to get into the conspiracy part of it, but, you know, I really wanted a Tesla. And I have said this before in many episodes. And this is something I wanted to do more research upon. But I was reading some comments about Tesla. And it was like, did you guys ever think about the EMF radiation you get in those cars? And I'm like, holy shit. I have to, like, I can't, I don't believe it 100%. But it made me to think, like, is this, is this something true? Like, damn. And then, you know, I'm all about, not I'm all about, but it's more like, I don't like to be dependent on anybody else. And I will always want, if I ever get a Tesla, I still want a car that's ran off of fuel, uh, gas. Because if we lose electricity or EMP drops, my car ain't moving, bro. But if it's gas, obviously the battery won't work. I mean, there's ways to protect that at least. Have a different battery you could protect it that it won't be affected by that. But like... You know, you can't do anything. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, why would you. I want to put myself in that predicament? And if it is just giving me radiation 24-7, do I want to be in a car in such a small area? You know, like, I have to look into that, but it's something that somebody said. I'm like, whoa, this is very interesting. Yeah, don't you just appreciate comments like that? They're like, they're mad random, but they get you thinking like, oh, shit, what? I never thought about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, that's more stuff on CES, of course, you know. But at this point, isn't isn't there more stuff that's gonna be coming out? 
Yes, this is day one. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's out. I'm not really too interested. A TV <clears throat> that that rotates vertically now with your TikTok. And yeah, your yeah. Video. I, I saw that and I'm like, what, what's the point? What's the? I'm not trying to watch my. I'm not trying to look at my Instagram on the TV. Yeah. Suppose supposedly a, a new TV is gonna come out at maybe six sixty thousand dollars. Okay. Why? Why? Yeah. I'll tell you why in a second when my, my phone, when my computer loads up. <laughs> so, oh, ah, that's why. Because it's a rollable TV. LG rollable t- TV is shipping this year and could cost up to $60,000. 60000 65 When you say rollable TV, what the hell do you mean? Like the wallpaper one we was talking about before? Oh, my God. That's so trash. So, a 65-inch 4K OLED screen. Supposed to ship out in the third quarter of 2020, which would be... I think that's September, October. No, no, no. That's uh, August, September. No, no, no. July, October. Uh, uh, July, August, September. Sorry. Anyway, 60K. But then why would you buy a, a regular 4K thing when they're like, you know, 2000 if anything? <laughs> yeah, it's tested yeah. For, it's tested for 50,000 rows. Which translates to 68 years of sliding up and down once a day, or three years of rolling it up every hour for 24 hours, 65 days. Yeah, but who is this TV for? Who's really gonna be walking around with a rollable 60-inch TV? Well, it fits into like a small soundbar size type of thing. It rolls up and down by itself. I guess it's for people who wanna, you know, have some clout or not clout, uh, flex. Yeah, that's, that's just it. It sounds stupid as fuck, bro. It it, it has it, it. That's just the biggest gimmick I've seen in a while. And when it comes to tech, that's another thing people have to be wary of tech. Uh, smart. If you really want the best security in your house, because now there's you know there's always been smart locks and stuff. They have new tech that came out, CES, which is funny because they have a smart lock. Which now you need a key for the smart lock. But I'm like, but if everything's about not having keys on you, why would you give me a key now that's still connected to the internet? You know, it's, it's, it's all gimmicks. It's all gimmicks. Like, why? Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, man. Like, personally, I'm perfectly fine with putting my key in and taking it out. You know, get a great, great doorknob that's that bolt protecting all these other things and just have layers of protection that because if you lose electricity, are you getting in your house? No, you're not. <laughs> if you have your whole house like that, you know what I mean? No, I, I hear you, man. You're, you're old fashioned in that way. I'm old fashioned in a way that why would I waste extra money on something that's so practical when I don't need it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. At this point, I'm just tired of it. I want them to give me something worthwhile. Like, give me, like I I kept saying in past episodes, like give me better, you know, better battery life in a fucking cell phone. Give me actual. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I just said about the battery life. I did like how Dave Two D was talking about in the future that they can possibly use different type of tech to increase batteries and make it smaller so you can fit yeah. other things inside the phones. 
Yeah, and I sent you the 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 link to the guy. Yes. Who you know who was responsible for creating RAM in a computer? Like he's working on a new type of battery that could that could theoretically last you shit like way longer without a charge. Way longer before you start you you, you start getting those crystals inside your battery and it just starts fucking charging less. Yo, uh, yeah, I found it. <laughs> you can have this first solid state battery cells, man. If anybody, you know, you know, solid state you can use for your uh, your computers, memory stuff like that. You know how fast that is. So imagine that for your phone, you know. Exactly. A lithium ion battery. That'd be great, man. But for the future of tech, not to drag people on, when it comes to phones. There's only I know we spoke about this before. I just want a better screen rate, better battery, and I mean that's that's all I can really that's all I can ask for, man. Better, I mean I'm happy with the way my phone is right now, personally. Yeah, and these companies need to stop charging so fucking much just because a phone is red or 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 like yo this one's like. Like nipple brown, like yo, chill the fuck out. Like the color don't mean shit. It ain't gonna make your phone better. Exactly. Well, on that note, I think we are pretty good with today. Yeah, man. But um, please excuse our different approach today. But this is the random noobs. You know where to find us at Instagram, our social media, and our website. We're all lo- it's all located there. Our Twitters, all that. And yeah, boy. Just want to say one more time with a shout out to our previous episodes. Just in case we didn't say it there, pretty appreciate our special guests. If you don't know who it is, you got it's our last episode, and you know. Yeah, man. All right. This is random noobs. Peace. Peace.